The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to the Carolina Outdoors. From Studio D, Bill Barty on this side. And Wes Lawson over here on the other. And Wes, you kind of gave the lowdown of uh, people traveling all over the place and the gear management that it takes for these trips, whether they be local or faraway trips, and uh, caring for that gear. I'm really excited about caring for ourselves because we're going to talk to Al Conklin later on in the program to find out how we should act or react in regards to weather. That's an ongoing concern, paying attention. We have technology like we've never had before to to pay attention, uh, not only if we're going on a big trip to the Caribbean or maybe to Florida, but also paying attention to weather when it happens. If you're up on a ridgeline for a hike or or camping, or um, maybe you are down in the river fishing, what do you do when you notice the clouds uh, starting to collect around you, maybe some rain coming down, maybe um, maybe the river's just starting to rise? What do you do? And it also makes us think about, you know, rivers rising in summertime and maybe a little bit of whitewater rafting. Absolutely. So with that, we... Uh, we oftentimes go to Blue Ridge Outdoors magazine to uh-huh. check out some of the things that they are talking about. Anything from mountain biking to fly fishing to music festivals and, yes, whitewater rafting, they help cover. And one of the things that came to my attention was a bit of an article there in um, first week in June uh, by Mike Bezemek, mm-hmm. and it was the best whitewater rafting trips in the South. Now, Wes, I'm going to ask you, what is your background, if any, in whitewater rafting? You grew up in Virginia yeah. with access to, to many rivers, but I, I don't know the classes mm. or or your resume involved with whitewater rafting. Yes, yeah, so I grew up uh, really close to the James River, and so in bad weather or the day after bad weather, it was always fun to get in a canoe or a kayak in, in run the rapids near Richmond. Uh, There's a section called the Choo Choo Rapids because it's right by an old train track. Um, But it was scary because you have those uh, those weirs, those hydraulic dams, and so people can get stuck, and they can get stuck rolling. Uh, That was never my my real jam. I never had a a boat with a skirt, Uh, so it was either a canoe or a sit-on-top kayak and would take it through some some threes and maybe the occasional four by accident. in our family, there is a bit of a joke, uh, but there's truth behind every joke. So my dad and brother <laughs> went on two different West Virginia trips, the Golly and the New. Um, and the rough and tumble son who really likes this stuff and likes roller coasters and doesn't get motion sick was left home. So I never got to do those trips. And I you know, hear you know, decades later still remind them at Thanksgiving that I didn't go on that trip. Um, but have, you know, I've, I've done some class fours, no, no class fives. Um, just never had the opportunity, but love talking about the new and the Nagali and the Monongahela and just all those fun rivers that we have here in the southeast because they are top notch. Well, I'm going to bring that two of those that you well, two of those over in West Virginia made the list. Yeah. In trout fishing, they call them blue ribbon trout streams. I guess these would be considered blue ribbon whitewater rafting streams. They are in West Virginia, both of them. The New River and the Golly River, and um, what a great place to go this 
this summer. Now, they can be challenging, but for the expert kayakers mm-hmm. um, or rafters, you know, they have some fall releases. I think uh, early October is when they'll do releases. So for us normal pedestrian right. whitewater rafters, the new and the golly are both approachable during the summer months. So I'm going to let you know what Mike Bezimak uh said about the new river in West Virginia anyway. There are several excellent whitewater trips in West Virginia, but on the new there are several legendary stretches. His favorite is the seven-mile Class 4 section from Cunard to Fayette Station, typically called the Lower Gorge. This run, according to Bezimak, has some of the best rapids on the river, including a set of three drops called the Keenies, a technical boulder slalom called the Double Z, and, in his words, punchy holes of Fayette Station. Because of the large watershed, the, uh, the new often runs high and a precursor to the Class 5 golly that we're going to talk about uh, later on. There are several different whitewater rafting companies in that area because of its listing as one of the top whitewater rafting uh, rivers in the country. Of course, the New River is one of the oldest rivers. <laughs> yeah. So How to get that name. Yeah. So leading up to the Gauley, then, which, uh, you know, which Bezimak refers to as the big dog for whitewater rafting in the southeast. By many, this is considered to be one of the best paddling rivers in the world. And it may run a little bit low sometimes, but typically, Gauley season is in the fall, Bill, and that's because mm. of those releases. So beginning the Friday after Labor Day and for the next six weeks, that river runs high from the annual drawdown of Lake Summersville or Summersville Lake right upstream. The result is big water class five on the nine mile upper section with infamous rapids called Pillow, Lost Paddle, and Sweets Falls. The lower run is 11 miles of class four with rapids like the upper and lower mash and pure screaming hell. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a good time, everybody. <laughs> and then, of course, many rafters will plan a full weekend. Um, that is one not to be missed. It's such a such a great spot. West Virginia has so much to offer um, for that. But let's leave West Virginia, Bill. We've got some great stuff here right here in North Carolina. I got some one, two, threes, and one of them is not even North Carolina. One of them is if you're ever on Interstate 40, which many of you are, right over the, the state line in East Tennessee will bring you to the Pigeon River. So if we're going to talk about the Pigeon River in Tennessee and then the Nantahala and French Broad, for families and people who just want to cool off in the hot summer months, these are some to pay attention to, depending on how the rainfall is as well. Um, many of the whitewater rafting companies that are on these rivers, and there are several, may uh, take you out of a raft, especially midsummer, and get into something called a floatable or a ducky, yep. which makes it uh, easier in in low water to, to travel. But um, the Pigeon River is easily accessed. You'll see... Uh, the entry places there when you're on I-40 to jump on. It's uh, in Bezimek's article. It's a step up from the Nantahala. A great introduction to Class Three rafting um, there on I-40. It's easy to drive in. They have um, several outposts, as I mentioned. The river is set upon a sweet stretch of Smoky Mountains scenery. The classic run is the five-mile upper Pigeon River Gorge with challenging but fun rapids like 
roller coaster, and accelerator. There's also a Mellow Class 2 lower run that's perfect for family floats. Um, and I have done that in recent years, and it's a fun, easy family river to do. But hey, if you're a little bit um, closer in, or maybe not even closer, because this is going to take some time to get over uh, just outside the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, the Nanahala River, uh, one of the outfitters over there, just a shout out, Nanahala Outdoor Center, that yeah. runs a bunch of trips out there uh, and has an adventure sports complex complex right there just below Nanahala Falls, um, is celebrating their 50th anniversary. So there's going to be a lot of uh, attention to that, some parties going on throughout the year uh, here in 2022 with a big celebration in the fall uh, in September. They're going to have a, a, a big festival out there at the Nanahala Outdoor Center. But enough about the center and more about this southwestern North Carolina gym, the Nanahala it's scenic. The classic run is eight miles through overhanging foliage of the Nanahala Gorge. And along the way, expect splashy Class 2, 2-plus two rapids, culminating in the beefy Class 3 Nanahala Falls, where a lot of times people will get Riverside to watch you and your party come through on that part of the Nanahala River. Um, with that, those are the two... I guess, easy to access, but the easiest, at least if you're listening to the Carolina Outdoors in the Charlotte area, is the French Broad River, which is going to take you up into the Asheville area of North Carolina. Yeah, and you know, the French Broad sometimes doesn't get all the love it deserves, but we're going to be, you know, just east of Pisgah, especially that, you know, we refer to as the Ranger District, perhaps. It's big and wide, and you've got a bunch of options, but the best is going to be the eight miles, eight miles of Section 9, upper part. It's a good half day. You've got a lot of class twos and threes. If you go for the full day on section nine, you're going to get some class fours right there at Frank Bell's Rapid. This is a great warm water river, lots of good swimming holes. It's a good introduction, I think, to uh, rivers in general, but what whitewater rafting can be. And if you're in the Charlotte area, it's awfully close. Get up early, breakfast on the road, get there just in time to be one of the first boats out on the French Broad River. This is my public service announcement here on the Carolina Outdoors. If you're just joining us, he's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're talking about whitewater rafting in the south and the southeast. We're using uh, uh, an article in the Blue Ridge Outdoors magazine by Mike Bezimak. And Wes, the one thing I know, and it would go with fly fishing for trout as well the earlier you do this this summer the better yes you never can predict what rainfall is going to be what the water levels are going to be on these rivers they are safe as safe as a wild river can be but they are family friendly as you heard us mention if you missed any of this of course you can listen to the highlights of the carolina outdoors via the podcast or contact us at jesse brown's outdoors and jessebrowns.com but the one thing i know from personal experience is if we get into a drought and the water levels on some of these rivers get low they can become bumpy river rides yes. and yes. that means that your bottom is bumping the bottom of the river because there's not enough water in it to be as fun as you may want it to be 
Well, and I'd also say, Bill, you know, people will do this more because somebody else didn't hear about it and they want to go. So be an earlier adopter. But also, uh, if you've not done this or you have uh, concerns, by all means, go with an outfitter. Don't do this on your own. It is not safe. Outfitters are trained. They have the equipment. They'll put you in a good raft with a good life jacket, probably a helmet. These are all good things. Don't do what we did as children and do it on your own uh, and put your parents into a near catatonic state. It's just not a good thing. That unseen waterfall always scared me that was right around the bend. So so I was always uh, uh, cautious that way. And it does a little bit remind me of, of course, here on the Carolina Outdoors, Wes, we oftentimes talk about that storyteller events that we have yeah. throughout the have had throughout the years, and it reminds me of the buddy trip story that was told. A father and son uh, went, uh, uh, I guess it was Bruce Nossinger, went with his son on the Green River. Yeah. Did not make yeah. this list. Yeah. The Green River in July. It was a great, wonderful trip in July that they had, father and son. So much so that they came back and said to the buddy group, I got a great trip that we can do as friends. The adult buddy group. The adult buddy group that we can do as friends. They booked that Green River trip during the opening release day in April of that particular year, which meant the um, water per cubic inch release was magnified by i don't know what by 10 at least and became scary now they did use a a reputable group and they all made it out somewhat unscathed but the fear that they had from comparing it to bruce's trip in july to the trip that they had in april was a total 180 and they had it on their gopro as they paddled some of them backwards through rapids and uh unpurposeful but um, I still think of that on that whitewater rapid that, trip. That surviving the green was a hilarious story. <laughs> Lots of high water and really cold. Yeah, that you, you've got to be ready for that. What's your story? We hope you make it in the Carolina outdoors. We're going to take a quick break for the news. Come back on the other side. We're going to welcome Al Conklin, Chief Meteorologist for WBTV, after this. <laughs> 